0: Budweiser's weekday sports beat brought to you in part by Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger. Now at three locations to serve you their newest location on Lincoln way in the twin branch area is now open for carryouts. Barnaby's the family inn, also Midland engineering company, beginning their second century of quality roofing experience and the Mishawaka education foundation granting a better future. Jim Rosari in for Darren through, uh, through Monday Darren will be back Tuesday. Fear not. I look forward to your hate mail every day until then. So, um, Sports, by the way dot com. That's where you can find all my all my stuff and every every avenue that is possibly imaginable in uh, in order to uh, to yell at me basically. So, again, I look forward to it. Certainly looked forward to this uh, over the course of the day yesterday. uh, Last night, I talked with Lester Wiltfong Jr. from WindyCityGridiron.com talking Bears-Packers and everything going on with Justin Fields and all that stuff. Here is our conversation. Yes, I pre-recorded it last night, but hey, it's the only time you could talk, so you do what you can. Here's Lester. I, I'm sure. I'm sure that a sense of panic washed over you on Sunday when you saw that Nathan Peterman might be starting <laughs> instead of even Trevor Simeon. Which I never thought I would ever say that, but you know, there we are. Uh, what, uh, what? 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 Yeah. What happened with you know? I, I like. I know Fields was going to be out, but yeah. like Simeon hurt himself, and it was going to be Peterman, and then all of a sudden it's back to Simeon. What happened there?
1: He hurt his oblique warming up, and he actually said it at the post game press conference that he had to play because he was really embarrassed that he hurt himself, you know, during a warm up <laughs> while he has the rest of his team around him are playing through injuries and stuff yeah. like that. So he actually went in and, from what I understand, he got a shot, uh-huh. kind of killed the pain a little bit. Right. Went back out there and gutted it out, and you know, whatever the injury was. It has now kept him because he did not practice today at Halthaw he was uh, listed as out so that oblique is uh, it might be serious enough to keep him out a week
0: Wow so what do they yeah. do you know like is, is is fields gonna play this week is are we are we back to Nathan Peterman and and someone signed off the practice squad what uh, what's the plan for that?
1: Oh, uh, they actually signed Tim Boyle
0: off of the Lions practice hey. squad today.
1: So, t- so Tim Boyle is now on the, uh, the active 53. Uh, Nate Peterman is still secondly on the practice squad. And Justin Fields today at practice was limited. Um, so, I-, I don't know. With that shoulder, yeah, it's his non-throwing shoulder. He said today his legs feel good. But, you know what, if he's not 100% at this point in the season with the way the Bears are trending – let him sit out another week. Throw uh, Peter Man out there. Throw Tim Boyle <laughs> out there. Just do something and let's get this season over with.
0: The Peter Man. Uh, the
1: Peter Man, yeah.
0: But uh, honestly, I, I, I'm sure I'm not in the minority when I say this, but what's the point in playing Justin Fields at all the rest of this year?
1: Well, I, I think they want to get him the reps. I think at, at the beginning of the season, I think they wanted to make sure he was going to be the guy. And I think yeah. at some point he proved to them that, you know, he's going to be the guy. You know, of course they went on and they made the big trade for Chase Claypool, um, who, you know, he hasn't really found his footing yet. But the fact that they dumped the second on pick, which looks to be a pretty good draft choice now because the Bears are pretty bad, that shows you that they're all in on field. So mm-hmm. they believe in field. They want to get him some work. I mean, we, we, we saw him during that stretch there. He was really electric. Um, he was put, The Bears put a, a whole bunch of points on the board. Yeah. They had one of the best offenses in the game for yeah. about a, a five-week stretch there, which is really weird. So, But now the <laughs> next evolution is, you know, they, they, they want to see him do some stuff in the pocket. They want to see him pass the ball a little bit. So getting him some reps down the stretch would be key, but, you know, not until he's ready.
0: Okay. You say that it was really weird having having such a potent offense. It's like, you know, you got to remember Yeah, I mean, you got to remember too. The Bears aren't used to that. Bears fans aren't used like nobody Never. around the team is used to that style of offense that you saw for those 5 weeks.
1: 30 points a game. It's yeah. like what is going on here? And then the defense of course decides to, you know, be historically awful at the worst time, but yeah. you know, such is life for a rebuilding franchise.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's not necessarily all on the defense. I mean, when when you trade your two best defensive players, yeah. that doesn't help. Yeah. So
1: yeah, that's that, that's obviously an issue.
0: They also have some injuries. Yeah. battling. You know,
1: they just lost Eddie Jackson. Yeah. They were missing both Brisker and uh, and and Gordon last week with concussions. So then today they put a uh, reserve safety on IR. So jeez. There's some, there's some issues there with the, uh, with the defense.
0: Jeez. <laughs> like I knew about Eddie Jackson. They're saying, uh, they're saying uh, yeah, a, Liz Frank injury, right?
1: Yeah. Liz Frank injury. They're still not sure about surgery yet. Um, actually we have one, uh, a, a, a doctor does a show with us and he says that even if he does have surgery, the way this rehab is, he should be good to go by training camp. But if it's something that does not require surgery, he's thinking, you know, maybe five, six weeks. Okay, but still, he's out for the year. The Bears already said he's he's out for the year.
0: Right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't throw him back out there, especially no especially worries. with the way the defense has been getting torched of late. Uh, you don't need to put yeah. Eddie Jackson into that situation. Come on now, um, it oh, suck. Yeah. It does suck though because he was actually having a pretty solid season.
1: He was. He was the NFC's leading vote getter at in the Pro Bowl for for fan vote for free safety. So he was. Uh, he had the numbers. Plus, he had a bit of the. Notoriety coming back to him
0: this season. Yeah, just you—you you wouldn't think it either, with the way that the defense is played, either. But uh, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's Eddie Jackson. He was doing his thing until uh, until getting the Liz Frank injury. So, yeah uh, well, happens. Of course, uh, on the offensive side of the ball, uh, you know, kind of getting back to fields. You've got his number one guy, Darnell Mooney, now on injured reserve. You know, getting surgery, and uh, he's done for the year what uh what's uh what's the timeline for darnell
1: uh our, our guy tells us that you know again it's it's uh the the way the, the the ankle, the foot area there again it's he should be fine, good to go. It obviously hurts him. He was hoping for a big season to kind of prove to this regime that he's you know worthy of of a big contract, but you know I think the bears still like what they have in Mooney. I think they understand who he is as a player and once the team's built up around, he'll be fine again he, he should be fine by training camp. It might linger a little bit, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: he—he's always been a guy that's attacked the off season, so I can't see him slacking in his rehab. He'll be good to go.
0: All right. I mean, that's—that's that's a positive at least. But uh, you know, it, it, it i hate to circle back to this, but you know, if his—if his number one guy isn't there, and you don't know what the hell you're getting with Clay, unless you're just trying to in you know get more out of Claypool than than what you have been getting and what even yeah. the Steelers got out of him, you know, is that the only reason why you would play fields the rest of the season?
1: Well, I, I, th- I think, uh I mean, with Claypool, you talk about him, he got dinged up a little bit in the last game and he missed practice today too. So, you know, it's, it's just a weird situation. I mean, the bears want to do some stuff on offense. They want to, you know, keep, you know, building on what they did with Justin Fields, but you know, that, the, the, the talent around him, like you mentioned, you know, Mooney's gone, you know, Claypool, he's hurt, you know, Byron Pringle finally, finally did something for this team. The old line has had problems all year. So, I mean, it's, it's, I see both sides, of the argument, sit him down, but Justin Fields is a competitor and he will never let the team just shut him right down. I mean, he, he wants to play. He wanted to play last week. So huh. I think at some point, he'll get in there. The bears have the Packers, of course, Sunday, yeah. and then they have their bye, And then after that, they may let him go out there, but, but then after that it's it's the Bills and the Eagles back to back, which is, you know, two of the best teams in the league. So right. it's it's t- t- it's a tough stretch for the Bears. Maybe they push a little bit and go uh Lions, Vikings to close the season out, maybe a little better for Fields to come back. But mm. one way or the other fields he will be back this year.
0: Okay. All right. Lester Wolfong from Windy City Gridiron joining me on uh, on Weekday Sports Beat. I'm Jim Arzari, in for Darren Pritchett. You mentioned it, it's Packers week. Packers. <laughs> the disdain in your voice for for Green Bay. Yeah, oh, man. man. Like, we're not on a video chat or anything like that, but I could see it. Um, yeah. Uh, it is Packers They're down. The Bears are still down. They're rebuilding. Um, what the hell is happening with the Packers? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the what the hell has happened to that team? Well,
1: I think, I mean, they were expecting to compete this year. I mean, they went yeah. all in as far as what they did with Aaron Rodgers coming back, and I think there's just some drama surrounding the Rodgers thing, and maybe just you know, I, I, I guess it could permeate through an organization. I mean, they made some draft picks at, at receiver finally this year. It took Christian Watson a long time to finally you know really really find his footing. Mm-hmm. He looks he looks like a pretty good player now, but. Might be too little too late because the Packers are four and seven, I believe. And, yeah, I mean, they're still mathematically alive, but that seems going nowhere. So and then, of course, their defense has some issues there as well. Um, so it's just they, they they kind of overplayed their hand with what they did. You know, they probably should have let Rodgers go a year earlier and just went ahead and went with Jordan Love. But, you know, they're trying to hold on as long as it can. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers, of course, still wants to play.
0: Yeah, uh, love didn't look bad in relief against Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, actually, like kind of looked better than Rogers actually last week uh, <laughs> in Philadelphia, to be perfectly honest. But um, yeah, you know, like how how do they move on from that contract? You know, from the way that they worked that contract last year. How do, how do the Packers move on from that?
1: Yeah, that, that's that's the big issue. Everything I understand is it's it it's not a country they can really move as far as if it if he retires or they cut him, it's gonna be a ton of dead money there
0: right you
1: know if they do try and trade him you know now you have to try and get the other team to take down a lot of the money because you know you're gonna be hit with a big a big half hit so I don't know it's just a very weird situation they're in, especially if they do think that rogers is is done,
0: yeah, and I mean you know broken thumb can't grip the ball uh yeah you know it's like. You know, like, at best, he's throwing a bunch of ducks everywhere. Uh, is the sun setting on Aaron Rodgers?
1: You know, like you said, you're not on a video chat, but if you were, I have my fingers crossed. I hope he's done. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, as, as long as he's healthy and playing, I just, you know, the Packers always have a chance.
0: Yeah. It
1: hasn't worked out this year. Of course, he's talked about the injuries. But, you know, maybe that's just convenient that his skills are eroding because he what. 38 years old maybe so maybe his skills are eroding so the thumb is his excuse to kind of get out of it but regardless he's playing this week against the Bears he's going to stick it to Chicago one last time on the way out because Chicago's defense can't stop Mike White so they're not going to stop Aaron Rodgers so (laughs) it's going to be a rough one on Sunday
0: for the Packers they've got the Bears remaining this week and then uh, hosting the Rams at Lambeau they head down to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Uh, they've got the Vikings at home and then uh, have the Lions at home as well. Um, yeah, that Dolphins game, that, that that doesn't look good. The Vikings game certainly doesn't look good either. I mean, you know, this is, uh, you know, his, his last playoff run was last year, apparently. You know, if, if this is it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough uh, closeout of schedule. The Rams aren't aren't that good, obviously, but you know mentioned a couple other teams. Dolphins look really good in the AFC. Uh, the Vikings, at that point, you know they still could be playing for something. I think mm-hmm. they're uh, one game behind the Eagles, so they could be having a chance at that the top seed in the NFC. So you know, I mean, if if they breast their guys, if that's to the point they're in, maybe. But man, I, I can't see them beating the, the Vikes either.
0: Uh, Packers, Eagles, Bills, all in a row. All at Soldier Field, too, which is uh, yeah. kind of crazy. Then in Detroit for the Lions, and then back home for the Vikings to wrap up the season. Um, how did the Bears get four out of five of their last <laughs> four of their last five games at home?
1: <laughs> That's, That's definitely a weird scheduling quirk. They're, they're better than last year when they when they alternated every single week. Remember last year was home away, home away, home away the whole yeah.
0: season? yeah.
1: So it's a little better this year, but, you know, plus getting that late you know, week 14 bye, that's another strange thing there. So it's it's just one of those weird uh, NFL scheduling quirks that, you know, each year there's some team that just kind of gets hit with something strange.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of weird little scheduling quirks this year too. Like it happened in baseball. It happened in football too this year. The schedules are just completely out of whack. Like Washington is playing the Giants two of the next three weeks what like that shouldn't happen you know like the like all the giants divisional games except for one the 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 early one against dallas you know are, are in this last like you know five six week stretch here it's it's just so weird
1: well they always try to have teams finish with someone in your division yeah but the fact that they have that going and that should help them mm-hmm. then schedule that team somewhere else you know, in, in the first half, if possible, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just a weird situation. No, up, no, honestly, Dan, does not care because we're going to watch the product no matter what they do, yeah. no matter what's thrown out there, no matter if it's the if it's the, the the Washington commanders, you know, two out of three weeks, we're still going to watch whatever's on our TV.
0: <sighs> <sighs> Washington. <sighs> That's a rough yeah. one. That's, ugh, God, that, that franchise. And yet they've won six of seven. That's that. That's what's shocking to me the most about Washington. They've won six of their last seven. Like, how good of a job that's is Ron uh, Rivera doing, you know?
1: That, that's it. I was going to say, I, that's uh, Coach Chico. I mean, he, he's doing his job there. He's always been a good coach. He yeah. seems to, to get teams turned around. And, you know, the fact that they finally made the, the change of quarterback helps as well. I mean, he with, with, with uh, Taylor Heineke, he's not the, the most talented quarterback, but Sometimes you get on a run, and if, if your teammates believe in you, you know, things can happen, and that's, yeah. that's what they're doing now.
0: Yeah, that defense is actually pretty solid, too. That, that, that's been a that solid is a tough defense. Team, yeah. So uh, any defense, really, with Chase Young in it, no matter how healthy he is, I, I think is is going to be a pretty damn good defense, quite honestly. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, 7-5, and five and still somehow in last. Uh, who knew? Um, yeah. It's a tough division, you know. It, it, it really is.
1: real tough this
0: season. Yeah. It, like, nobody was expecting it. Everybody was expecting it to be, you know, AFC West was was going to be, you know, that division where the, the last place team was still above 500 and still chasing a playoff berth. And uh, nope, it was the NFC East who, you know, has gotten teams barely in the playoffs. <laughs> just, <laughs> barely in the playoffs. Just basically in the playoffs by virtue of winning the division. Like, the last, like, two or three years. So, this is crazy. Um, Lester, what you got up at uh, WindyCityGridiron.com?
1: Uh, I got a lot of the roster breakdown stuff. Uh, Greg Gabriel used to be a scout for the Bears. He writes for us now. He has an article up there that went up today. Um, 10,000 NFL. I got my watch film breakdown. So, there's always something going on at the site.
0: Very good. Very good. Of course, uh, all the Packers week... Uh, literature that you can handle as far as the uh, Chicago, <sighs> Chicago Bears go. So, um, Coming up. Yeah, right. You ready for winter? You ready for Christmas? Uh,
1: you know, I, I usually am a last-minute kind of guy as far as my Christmas shopping, but I got some of it done already. I don't know if I was just uh, dealing it when I was out of the store, but, you know, I just got some of it done. I'm, I'm, I'm not nowhere near the end yet, but right. But uh, I got a good head, head start for, for a change.
0: Okay, all right. I, I have no idea what I'm doing this year. None whatsoever. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> it's, this is, this is going to be a mess. Um, well, anyway, that's me. That, but uh, Lester Wilfong a whole hell of a lot more organized than I am, uh, which really shouldn't <laughs> be a surprise. Uh, many thanks, as always, and uh, continued success, and uh, Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. You have a good one.
0: That is Lester Wiltfong Jr., WindyCityGridiron.com, everything that you need uh, for your Chicago Bears fix. Uh, forthcoming, a little preview uh, as far as tomorrow's show, and also Monday's show, I guess, too. Uh, coming up in uh, just a little bit, also, uh, we'll, we'll play sports or police blotter. We'll try to figure out, you know, is it a sports story or is it just a police blotter story? We'll play that coming up. It's all part of Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, Sports Radio 960 WSBT.